What's up, guys, and welcome to Drum Talk, the podcast where we don't just drum about it, we talk about it. My name is Nate Testa, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Le Austin Ware. What's up? What's up, bro? Yo, yo. So, guys, thank you so much for all the feedback, all the reviews, and guys, just keep it coming. So, if you like this podcast, if you like what we're doing, leave a review, subscribe, and let's get into this week's topic. You want to take us away, Austin? We're talking about creativity this week, boys and girls. We, we are. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Yes. Grade two. <laughs> Grade two. <laughs> this is beginner level. <laughs> but we it's also National podcast, podcast Day, by the way. Five. We're, in, we're in grade five, boys and girls. We're in grade five. <laughs> is it actually National Podcast Day? I'm not even joking. It is 100%. I shared it to our stories today on t- on t- um, Drum Talk. Yeah. I saw it through a okay. post on okay. like Twitter and I was like, oh. And then Spotify sent me an email saying, happy National Podcast Day. So I'm like, it must be po- National Podcast Day. So uh, I'm sorry, International Podcast Day. National. International. Podcast. International. Bigger than national. In, I'm so- Internet. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. International Podcast Day. Different it's official. Here. Different scale. <laughs> We're like big leads right now. Yeah, that's lit. But yeah, we're talking about it's super lit, especially um, as lit as this topic, which is uh, how to stay creative just in general. And uh, yeah, I just gotta I gotta get this out. I'm and I've told Nate this off you know offline or whatever. I'm weird about topics. I'm kind of weird about like. It literally, I'm, I'm just, I think anything that's a box, I'm just, I'm kind of weird about <clears throat> like <laughs> putting limits on something or like, you know, saying this, even like when we started this podcast, like call, you know, a podcast already has a, a box to it. it, it I feel like yep. the only person for me that kind of took it out of that box was like Joe Rogan. Obviously Gary Vee yep. has a podcast, uh, that I listen to and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so like topics and titles and all that, like I'm weird about, but yeah, I think we're going to dive into some creative stuff, um, whether, you know, creative, creating um, in any environment, I think is a good way to put it. Staying creative. That's it. In any environment. Yeah. So we we initially had talked about uh, on tour, touring how to stay creative, um, why you should stay creative, even if you're just a roadie, if you're a musician, if you're the artist, to still uh, yep. stay creative while you're on the road. Because that's, even though you're, um, you know, you're kind of like doing your goal, so to speak, while you're touring as an artist or whatever role you're playing, it's still important to stay creative. And what's a, re- what's a couple of reasons why they're, uh, why we should do that, Nate? Well, I think to kind of top it off and kind of also like hint back to episode one is you got to love what you do. Mm. And so to continually stay creative, you have to love what you're creating. And so as we, as we continue to kind of go into this path of like talking about content creation and all this stuff, it really starts with that. And, mm-hmm. and then it goes into like, well, then why, why is it important? And quite frankly, I think our, our lives, especially say for instance, with touring, 
a lot of people's lives are surrounded by touring. And if you come up to a situation like this, where now all live music is shut down besides maybe churches or very, very small gigs or driving, driving, um, now, uh, in the U S like drive-in, uh, concerts are starting to become a thing. But outside of that, there's really nothing else going on. And for a lot of people that were already making content prior to this, it was just, you know, let's ramp it up and just go all in. But if you have nowhere to start, then you're kind of just a sitting duck and you're like, what am I going to do? Like I have nothing to do. And so I think to start off with why it's important is, is really because of that. It's because life is not just all about touring or life is not just all about your weekend gigs or all this stuff. There's always stuff in the middle. And if you're making this a business and if you're making this your like go-to thing, then there has to be some type of content that you're able to consistently create to get yourself out there outside of the current gig that you already have to potentially get new ones. Right. Or even create another stream of income so you don't have to even – so it's not like I have to rely on touring or I have to rely on this gig. I have other streams that I'm able to tap into. Yeah, that's good. That's super true. Is, any, any, any thoughts on your, your end? Uh, no, I agree with you. I think that it's important to stay um, kind of multi-minded as far as like – uh, your, your roles and like, um, you know, who, who, who you are as a, like I said before, like a musician, wh- whatever it is, like shoot, even if you're, um, on, you know, doing production and, and plugging in mics and, you know, running lines, there's, there is a way, there is a creative way to capture that, um, and put out on your own end aside from like that tour or aside from, whatever gig you're hired onto and make your own content and make your own purpose out of that work itself. Uh, yeah. Like you it's, have, easy instance, to, it's easy like to, if you're one more thought, it's easy to forget that you can be yeah. creative even as a, um, like a tech or, you know, whatever it is, yeah. which you do a really, really good job uh, with the way you do content as a, you know, you call it, you, you call this yourself, like as a drum nerd, you know, or a <laughs> yeah stuff like that like i said that weird a drum nerd as a you know drum geek techie you you like all that stuff but you do a really good job making yeah. content out of it um yeah and i think again it kind of goes back to like you know loving it and also being willing to develop that mindset of creativity cuz that's a that's something that's a skill that you have to develop it's possible to use it's possible to um, to, to develop that, but you have to like get to a point where you're comfortable creating the content that you enjoy and that makes sense for you. And like the example I was going to give a little earlier is like, I don't think I've seen this before, but even like a front of house engineer, even though there's so many other things you have to do, it's not super hard to like maybe find a, a unique and easy setup where you're able to tap into the front of house feed and film yourself working. And right. or even do like some time lapse of you working throughout a show or even just simple little 15 second clips that show you working and show like show the band and like you can use your have, have like an assistant use your phone right. and just do that. And you're like, oh, I can post this later on after the show. Like it's just an idea of like, yes, your priority as a tech or as a roadie 
um, is to like do your job first. But in the back of your head, you can always have an idea of, well, how can I also create content out of this and also promote my work? Because that's what you're doing. Yep. You're promoting your work and showing people that, hey, this is what I do. And so you can easily ask an assistant and yep. be like, hey, you know, like throughout the show, just pull out your phone and you can send me the videos later <laughs> um, or set something up yourself and just have something going on the side of you um, that you have full control of. Yeah. The thing about that is it really takes that's perspective, though, because like I personally I, I can't name one person to you who uh who's a front of house and under and like there is, they probably exist but who's a front or how a front of house and understands that concept of like i could capture what i'm doing and somebody would be interested in watching it um i don't really know That's anybody off the top of my head but somebody had to uh there was a first person to film themselves playing drums and before people yep. realized that people would want to see that happening, you know, in a personal point of view uh, perspective, like nobody knew that would be that people would want to see that on, you know, by itself. So like, you know, that mindset translated to a front of house or to somebody running lines on stage or so on and so forth. Um, I think it could be a thing. Yeah, I, I think for me, the only thing I've, yeah, the only time I've ever actually seen it is not from an individual, but say this particular individual is using a particular console or using a particular DOS system or something like that. And that company comes out and does a little video yep. on that person, True. person set up what front of house board they're using. So I'm sure you can use that if you're at that level, like say you're like doing a front of house for like the killers or like... Um, you two or something like that, like they're probably going to have people eventually coming out and you're going to be interviewed by some of these bigger companies. Yep. So, cause you're showing, you're showing off that, that gear that that's theirs that, that they created. Yep. So you have that, but then you also have um, personal content you could be thinking of. And I think at this point, this is a very new idea. I think that's why you haven't seen anybody because this idea of like creating content on the side of what your job is. Because again, your job is to be the front of house engineer. But if you have any opportunity to set something up, and I'm sure you have a couple of minutes, it shouldn't take you very long. There should be something you're able to do that's quick, easy, um, or like we might get into this right now, creating content prior to your tour. And oh, you yeah. can fill in the gaps where you need to, but you can create content prior to to leaving or um, if you have a work trip or whatever the case is. Yeah. I, uh, before we fully switch into that, I wanted to also uh, kind of like reference for me personally that before like I had – you know, decent mics and, and stuff like that and had the ability to like record through a, a console and into a software and all that. Like I had, I wrestled with like wanting to wait and to, uh, we've, I think we've talked about this before uh, on like the first or second podcast, but I wanted to wait till I had all of what I have now to start making videos. And even with Nate and I on this podcast, I was always like encouraging uh, you Nate to like start a podcast, you know, I was like, dude, you, you'd crush it on a podcast. Yeah, it's true. And, and, and what would you tell me back? Be honest, be, be, be straightforward. 
I was like, you know, I want to get a good mic. I want to get like this other Zoom thing. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was given excuses essentially. Yeah, yeah, but like finally, like we just hopped on here and started doing it and started rocking it. And we don't have that gear yet. I, I mean, I don't think you have all of that gear that you were thinking you needed. But like, I think no. what I'm trying to get at is like, if you shift your perspective and you stop trying to strive for having like the best of the best, even if you're just a ten year old drummer in your room and you have a snare drum or you have like a really terrible electric drum set, whatever it is like, that's what you got. And, you know, be, be a rock star on what you got. And, and eventually like you'll, you know, you'll have a platform. You'll be able to ask for help and people will support you. And, um, but yeah, I mean, anyways, it's kind of off topic, but. No, 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 that's good because it, it kind of just shows, especially for our younger listeners, yep. that you don't have to like – because especially with social media, you're looking at all these videos and you're scrolling through TikTok, you're through, scrolling through Instagram, and you're seeing all these videos that are polished, that are good, it that can the be drums so sound toxic, good or, or whatever the case is. Yeah, and, and the, you get like really concerned. You get discouraged because you're like, man, these people have all these great things. And I don't have any of that. Right. I'm not going to sound that good. I'm not even that good. And you start comparing yourself. And at the, like Gary Vee talks about this all the time. Like you can't compare where somebody else is to your current situation. You can't. That's just, that's just not possible because I mean, whether it's a drum spectrum, whether it's a dancing spectrum, whatever you do, you're in this particular part of your journey. Yep. And that person's just a little bit further than you are, but it's not, it does not mean that you cannot accomplish that yep. same thing. And if not more yep. in the same span of time that that person got to where they were at. Dude, I've wasted so much time worrying about having something, worrying about having the next best thing. Like, you know, whether it's adding on to my studio setup or adding on to just, you name it, dude, I've been in a place like, dang it, I wish I had that. And I, and I forget to like, enjoy where I'm at, like in the, in the journey, it's, it's a real thing. Like it's, yep. And if you don't learn how to do that and honestly, I'm, I'm having to like, I have to consistently remind myself to learn how to do that even where I'm at with, you know, um, my content, social media, whatever, whatever it is, um, live gigs, like my live setup, which we're going to be, you know, hitting up here real soon. I am bringing my acoustic kit out. Don't worry, Nate. Um, I know I talked, I know (laughs) I'm messing, but, oh, you talked to, okay. Um, I did, but but yeah, like even if it's your live set or whatever, like I'm still like, you know, I don't have all the bells and whistles for like the, my, my dream live set, but it it is what it is. I'll, I'll I'll get there one day. Um, I'm going to enjoy what I got, you know, right now. So switching into that. And I, I think we should also talk about this about, um, not specifically our drums or our recording setup, but like maybe bringing how to create content on the mobile idea. Like as as in like you're, you're not home, you don't have everything that you have. And I think the first thing that I did, I did touch on a little bit before, um, but creating content prior to you leaving somewhere. So say I'll I'll give an example of myself Um, last week or two weeks ago, I had a a job in Tampa and I knew I was going to be gone for two days. And I normally post um, both of those days on a Friday and a Saturday. I have two. I have two posts that go out on almost all platforms. 
And so I knew that I had to prepare stuff prior because I was not going to be there. And that's what I did. One of my days were a little bit longer than, than I wanted it to be, but I got recorded everything that I needed to and had it uploaded ready so that I could post it at the proper time. And, and then it's also taking the time during the gig to kind of like just, you know, run to the bathroom or something. That's, that's basically what I would do with like, I'm fixing something. I'm trying to like finish something and I basically get it done. And then I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick. And I run to the bathroom and I post it and then I come back out. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's like creating content prior and having some type of system that's in place to that is efficient, that's helpful, um, that's accessible to you, and then be able to have that on the road while you're gone. And so you're not missing a beat. Or there's also a possibility that you just kind of take, um, say you're just gone for two days and you're like, you know what? I want to take a break from, from social. That's okay. I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to denounce that. I, w- I don't want to like ruin that for you because if you want to take that break that's perfectly fine but for a lot of the people that are posting like for me i'm posting every day so i don't want to miss those days and i want to fulfill the content spot that i have so yeah if if you want to tag along with that yeah i'm i'm curious um how many people actually have a posting schedule um like maybe some uh people listening to this um or just like your thoughts. Um, for me, like I've, I have never, uh, well, there's been moments where I've noticed like something did really well. And like for a couple of days I, I posted around the exact same time, but like overall, I don't have a posting schedule. I know that sounds crazy. Um, I will literally just think, <laughs> and, and this is just, you know, maybe it's just how people function differently, but like, I'll just think about it and be like, man, that video, like, I, I, you know, I think it's a good time to post it and I, and I'll just post it. Um, and it could be, it could be 11 in the morning or it could be 11 at night. Uh, I, I, I don't really have a, a schedule. I'm, I'm curious. Do you think most people do or, or don't? This is not what we were talking about, but. That's all right. Uh, I, I think it might be a mixture of both. Um, also, all depending. Let me on reference. What I have on. things lined up. A couple things I know I have to post. But as far as like a day to day personal schedule, I don't really have one. Uh, yeah, if you're creating content as a, if you're further along in your career as a content creator, um, I believe that those people do have some type of schedule um, that they have. But it also, again, it also depends on, I think, the certain platform. Like, for instance, the schedule that I was talking about is mainly for Instagram. Right. Um, I've just noticed that me posting at a particular day, time of the day, um, hits a lot of the followers that follow me um, a lot quicker and harder. And the algorithm for Instagram is much different than, for instance, TikTok. You can take a couple days and not post on TikTok, post at a random time, and it blow up. That's mm-hmm. just that's just how it is. It, it happens all the time. For Instagram, consistency is like I mean that goes for TikTok too. Consistency mm, is like I think massively it's, important. I think it's different. I think it's flipped. Actually, I feel like my Instagram I can post whenever, but TikTok if I go too many days without posting, I notice a shift in engagement for the first couple of days until I get back into like an everyday post or every you know at least no more than two. So that's interesting. 
Yeah. I, I think that's just how like I've experienced Instagram as well. And I think that has a lot to do with the type of content I'm posting as well. Yeah. Um, it's not like me playing drums. Not, it, it's, it's very different than the normal type of content you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And so being consistent for me really helps continue to push and get the numbers that I have on Instagram. And so for me, scheduling is just, um, it's, it just helps me. Gotcha. And so that's a, it's a specific time every day on Instagram. And then on TikTok, I kind of just like, I'll gauge it. And yep. um, yeah, it's, I, I kind of flip flop it the way you did with TikTok. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I will say this though, back to creative stuff. I kind of, I am on a, I feel like I schedule creative, uh, my creative uh, rhythm is scheduled, but not my posting. Mm. If that makes sense. No. Yes. Yeah, I think that's super important. Yeah. yeah that's so, great. So like, that's definitely on a, on a rhythm. I wouldn't say I have it on paper or written down anywhere, but I, but I just know like what that, I know what that is. Um, and so like, for instance, when we're going to be on tour, uh, that's going to be a challenge because my, like, you know, I'm not sleeping in the same, in the same bed. I'm not waking up in the same place. Like I don't, I don't just drive to yep. my studio all of that stuff. So like, that's a whole, you know, um, uh, I just heard myself in an echo. That's weird. But, but yeah, that, that'll be an interesting <laughs> challenge, uh, on tour, um, to stay in that creative rhythm, uh, and schedule. Um, say, no, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I am. I'm right there with you. And I think that was a, a thing that I didn't really think about until you mentioned it, that like, I think where you live and how you organize your day. Cause me, like I have a schedule almost every day, not down to like the hour, but it's like, I know what I'm doing throughout any given day. Yep. And to know that next week, almost a week and a day away from today, we'll be um, about to start the first show. And like that whole month's going to be completely different than the last six months or year or two years of my life. Um, and so you kind of have to be willing to, and this is another thing to like adjust and adapt and find different ways while you're on tour after getting adjusted a little bit. Um, because I know me and myself and Austin will both have some type of content created, ready to go for a certain period of time. But there will be some times where we're going to feel like, Oh man, this is really, I'm in a really creative like mode right now. Maybe it's an off day and we're like, let's do something. It's like, and I remember yeah. like, for instance, a great example was, it's <laughs> a little tour story. Um, our, the, the bus in 2018 broke down. And so we're sitting on the side of the road on the way to Reno and we're just kind of stuck. And he, and Austin comes over to me. He's like, dude, you want to like pull out the drums and just like make some videos or, or something like that. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. So brought, brought out the kick, brought out the, the snare and the hi hats. And, and that was it. We made a couple of videos and yeah. had some fun. And there was like nobody for miles. Like it was just us and like the desert. And then cars whizzing, car, cars and like trucks whizzing by. And he yep. just took an opportunity to like create something completely different that was like not part of our normal style of content. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was fun. That was fun. That, that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. So it's like little moments like that. That's like, it gets you excited. Cause like then there's these unique and different opportunities that can pop up 
But I think, again, having like going on tour and doing all these different things, it, it definitely helps to have some um, some content already pre-made, ready to go. Yep. Because at the end of the day, your your first job on tour is the job that you're doing, and whether you want to spread out those posts and maybe not keep your normal schedule, which is something that you definitely can do. Um, that's a, another option. And just to be willing to adjust, not just with how your daily life is, but also yep. be willing to adjust with your schedule. And maybe that's even better for some people to not have a crazy posting schedule, because if you know that your life is kind of different and you're not going to be always home all the time or you have different things going on, it might not be in your best interest to lock in the algorithm or how you're doing things uh, with a bunch of content. Yeah. I know I had to reel it back a little bit because like even on Instagram, I was posting like twice a day, yeah. which is like a lot yeah. for me. And then you have like story posts and all these different things. And so just be willing to adapt, be willing to uh, adjust whether it's the content, whether it's um, your schedule, because it's going to be different. Yeah, it's going to feel different too, for sure. This is this is a, a a thought that just came to me for someone that like doesn't have the ability to have like a consistent schedule, whether it's creative schedule or um, you know doesn't have that uh, stability or whatever. I just thought about like take advantage of the um, it's kind of off topic again, but like take advantage of like the guitar centers of the world and the different places that you can go to that has like a drum set, um, for instance, and go into those like uh, go into those practice rooms at guitar centers and bring in headphones and like throw on some songs. This is so random, but like I feel like somebody needs to hear this um, and like practice in those practice rooms with, with music on in your, uh, in the headphones and make videos out of that. Um, like put up your phone yep. and record yourself drumming. Uh, I don't know how you listen to music, uh, and do that at the same time, but, um, like just put your phone up and record yourself drumming in there and post that stuff and do that once a week, film like seven videos in there. Um, and post one of those every day. That's a creative perspective, That's right? Cool. Dude, that's really good. Like, yeah. and I, I totally forgot now that guitar centers have those practice spaces, and that you yep. can even—they're normally for lessons. But I, I'm pretty sure you're able to rent them out for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, if you need to practice or something, even if there's even spots the, available. Yeah, I'm 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 also referring to like some guitar centers have a display drum set separated in a in a more soundproof room. Like, even if you did that. I guarantee you the staff would like, you know, if, if they ever said anything, just tell them what you're doing. And like, you know, there, there's a, a good possibility they would be like, all right, yeah. you know, keep, keep at it. I mean, yeah, you're also a potential customer, even if you don't have yeah. the money to spend on a kit right now, they're, they, One day. what are they going to say? Oh, you can't do that. If keep playing, get out. Like, come right. on. Like, no, <laughs> they're going to let you do that. Yeah, yeah. Like you would never, you'll never like spend money there ever. <laughs> like, right. So so yeah, that's a really great idea is just going in there. And there's what's funny is I see people all the time going in there and just ripping on drums and don't mm -hmm. even have their phone out. Yep. And they're just like playing and stuff. And in my back of my mind, I'm like, like like you just said, I was like, holy crap, like that could be content. Yeah. And there has been like actually funny enough, 
I follow a bunch of people here from Orlando and I see a lot of those videos that they'll have a friend with them and like, dude, like hold, yep. my, fo- hold my phone or something. And yeah, they'll just rip it on the kid or, or play something. And, and yeah, that's such a great, so you can't, uh, so here's another thought. You can now never have an excuse, especially when everything opens back up and all that stuff. You never can have an excuse saying I can't make content because I don't have a drum kit. It's like, no. You do. If your parents can play guitar, dude. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You can sit there at Guitar Center, post up your phone, pick a guitar that you want to play that day, right. tune it up, plug it into any amp you want, and sit there and play. Yep. Like <laughs> you have that you have that opportunity. So yeah. that's man, that's that's good. That's yeah. good stuff. But it just kind of it just or, kind of oh, oh. crossed my mind when you were talking about when we were just talking about schedule or po- you know posting on on tour or whatever like being creative with what your your environments you know yeah another another thing would be if you're the drummer on a tour use sound check as an opportunity to record some content like you're gonna have sound check every single night yes if you're yeah, actually yeah. the one like testing your drums out so you literally could set up your phone. Um, you're going to be in a different room every single day. So yep. it's going to be different every time. And you can just use different parts of the sound check, whether you go through one song or two songs and you, that's content straight yeah. up. And so, and that doesn't right. even, doesn't even require you to like bring a whole rig or anything. You literally just can set up your phone on a tripod, set it off to the side and press record. And then later on, while you have some free time before you go up, you can edit through some of that stuff and be like, oh, yeah, I like this clip. I like this clip. I like this clip. And now you have three or four pieces of content you can use yeah. over the next couple of days. Yeah. And and just be creative with your captions. Like kind of uh, view your captions as the leverage point to the quality of the video. So like if you're if the quality of the video is not the best and like you can just, you know, you, you feel like it, it's kind of terrible like make a joke out of it or or something like my uh h you know like my hd pre-show footage behind the scenes like make a joke out of it use your caption (laughs) use your caption as leverage to like kind of balance out the video if it if it kind of sucks or if it's amazing then make a really simple caption and the video will talk for itself you know kind of that's so good yeah i i do that i mean i i try to be mindful of that um you know, with what I do or whatever. So, and Nate, you have, yeah, no, very informal captions that people appreciate too. Well, what's funny is, is that's literally exactly why I started to do captions Yep, like that because of the fact that my, the, the quality of my videos really weren't that great at the time. But then I found out that like, I love doing that. I love going in depth about, something and I kind of treat them depending on what post it is. I kind of treat it as a mini blog post. And sometimes I've maxed out the amount of the amount of uh, like characters you're allowed to have in an Instagram, like uh copy part. Dang, of it. Yeah. Bro. It's pretty, that's yeah, dude. <laughs> and but, quite frankly, they're writing chapters. <laughs> <laughs> I got, honestly, I got the idea from a drummer that a lot of people know on Instagram. I'm um, Stan Bicknell. Um, yep. And if you haven't looked him up, the dude is insane. Also, another great example of somebody that just uses their phone to create content. Uses a milk crate and puts his phone on a milk crate. And that's it. That's what he's been doing for a freaking long time. Milk crate, buddy. He has like 160. Yeah, freaking milk crate and has 160,000 followers on Instagram. It's yeah. crazy. He's it's like wild. 
But yeah, but earlier on, that's what he did. He went so, and he still does that, but he went so in depth in his, in his copy section and really went in and really talked about whether there's different aspects of the, um, the kit he was playing or different things that was happening in his life. He really went in depth yep. um, in that portion of the post and really utilized the post um, or the written pro- portion to really engage. Like yeah. you, you'll get engaged by his chops, but but you go past the chops and you're able to hear this really in deep and like in detailed, like yep. just yeah, it, it was great. And so that's why I kind of th- got the idea from. He was actually one of the first people that like I, I used to I watched uh, when I was still trying to figure out like how to record and how to like where should I set up my drums? He was one of the first people that I watched and realized like it doesn't really matter where I set up my drums because like his videos do really well and people loved them and and actually thought the the sound of them were, were like extremely unique. But it's because he wasn't in your typical like studio. He wasn't in the typical like sound curated room, sound treated room. Like it was just like um, it's in the back of his uh, store or, or uh, like his storefront, right? His his shop or something. Yeah, no, yeah, he has a coffee shop and bo- yeah. it's basically like behind his front of house a coffee shop. Yeah, he has so his, like his his uh, drum kit set up. Super dope how he just, you know, su- like it's untraditional and it and it it stood out because of that in my opinion. Unless there's anything else, that's a really great way to end guys. Like don't be limited on or don't don't put yourself or your content into a box because you're giving yourself excuses for not having the right gear or not having right this or not having the right that. Like just enjoy drumming. Don't don't stop like or whatever you're doing enjoy what you're doing and stop letting the noise around you stop you from pursuing a goal of just whether it's creating content, whether it's becoming a better drummer, whether it's any of that, you're then able to document that. And whether you choose to have kids or not, you're able to show whoever (laughs) that content to, I mean, I just say that because like, like it's Gary V talks about it all the time. He's like, this will be the first generation that their kids will be old able to see Gary. snapshots of their entire li- old grandfather Gary talking <laughs> about this and like <laughs> grandfather Gary. But yeah, dude, like it's like this, our generation is like the first ones, like they're going to have their entire lives documented entire. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, if the, I, I, I also watch this other kid called, um, um, baby drummer boy on Instagram and grandfather Gary like, and baby drummer boy. Baby drummer boy. That's I think that's his name. Baby drummer boy, something like that. Yeah, it is. And his his dad's been like making content for him since he was like three. And he's been playing drums for a really he's been he was playing drums since he was like two, three years old. And there's content from when he was like two or three years old. That kid's gonna have every stage of his drumming career on Instagram or in a Google Cloud or something. That's wild. And you can look back at that and you like see the development, see the growth. Like that's so valuable. Even if you don't, honestly, we want you to post. We would love for you to post. But even if you don't post and you just record content for yourself to say, "Hey, how am I doing? How is my drumming improving? How yep. what wh- wh- what what can I do better? How can I make my form better? How can I set up my drums differently that I can um like be able to to play better or or play differently or just be able to adjust things." Like it's just that's so like even if you never post, that's so valuable 
to your career as a drummer or whether you just want to be a drummer inside of your bedroom. It, it's, it's so valuable. But it really does change your life when you post something. It really does. Because then it says, you know what? I don't care what people think. I don't, the quality may be real crappy, but I don't care. I, I'm really proud of this, and I'm going to post it. I don't care what people think. Nate, you have so much passion, bro. You really do. Because I love this, dude. Like I, I do. I you really are, love this. You are just ramped up, bro. I'm an energy ball. You, believe, bro. You are just like preaching this right now, dude. Um. Well, I guess it's a way to. I don't want to talk about myself anymore. I, let's let's keep about you guys. <laughs> well, I anyways, guess that's a good way to end it. Anyways, we'll it. just. That's okay. That's a good way to end guys, it, part two. <laughs> It is a good way to end part two. <laughs> Guys, we love you. We thank you. We appreciate you for listening. Remember, on this podcast, we don't just drum about it. We talk about it.